0: Solidarity Corps volunteers per year for over five years. They also have local and international volunteers from the worldwide opportunities on organic farms on short-term volunteering. 25-year-old Marta from Florence and Mira from Spain decided to stay with the coca community during lockdown and throughout the summer. Marta said, the experience of being a volunteer changed me. I have completely changed my plans for the future thanks to the many things and skills I have learnt and discovered. I never even thought about leaving during the pandemic. Coca needed us. Marta and Mirera have come through ECS, supported and funded by the Welsh Centre for International Affairs or the WCIA. The WCIA inspires people in Wales to learn and act on global issues. This includes supporting international exchange and volunteering. The WCIA currently supports 12 ESC-funded long-term volunteers in Wales. Up to 20 young people a year from Wales also take short-term volunteering opportunities in Europe. However, funding will end with Brexit. This, along with changes to UK immigration, mean that the future of the volunteer placement looks uncertain. The manager of COCA, Gerald Miles, said that if the changes in the UK immigration and funding mean we do not have the opportunity to recruit international volunteers, this would be very detrimental to our community-supported agriculture. COCA would not be able to supply the community of members with organic vegetables each week and might even have to stop growing vegetables altogether. Funding such schemes is vital to give the younger generation the experience and opportunity to travel and better their skills, their knowledge in language and to find themselves this month of december is a milestone month for inspirational sportswoman maria tilly two years ago she was coming to terms with the fact that she had breast cancer last christmas she was the other side of a double mastectomy and chemotherapy and this december she has seen the conclusion of the fundraising drive she spearheaded to raise ten thousand pounds for Withybush hospital's cancer day unit in thanks for their support during her treatment Marie said I've had my second yearly test and all is well and I feel great but I will never forget how I was cared for in the CDU the staff there are just like guardian angels they make you feel welcome and at ease eventually you feel like you're going into your second home 41 year old Marie had always been a successful fundraiser taking part in her Maria's Mission Sporting Challenges these were focused on the type 1 diabetes charity JRDF as her son Marley now 10 has the condition she enlisted friends from her running and fitness group marie's marvels for the cdu fundraising persuading them to bear all for their all for tits and giggles charity calendar they also held a quiz night a fundraiser in Narbuth cp school and an evening with medium karen wilson with the highlight of the year being the breast cancer awareness ladies night in Narboth. marie recalled saying this was such an exhilarating evening it touched many hearts and there were lots of tears as well as laughter Marie is now hoping that with the money remaining in the Marie's Mission Pot and the help of her marvels, that she can continue her fundraising for JRDF as well as a future project for cancer patient rehabilitation. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio.
1: For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
2: Was a little bit of Survivor with Eye of, oh, with Eye of the Tiger. Um, trust me, I'm getting myself in the right caffle-faffle here at the moment. Right, I am going to attempt, wish me luck, to go Facebook Live again. So please join me, Ronnie J, for the second hour of the show, uh, where we've been discussing COVID and schools and the situation there and... You know, how we as parents um, feel I know, as I said before, my children are all grown up And have left home (coughs) Please excuse me But I, you know, I am a grandmother Um, Oh God, I sound old But (laughs) um, I am a grandmother And it does worry me as well You know, I mean, I have my granddaughter here My grandson out in America And it is a worrying time for. (coughs) Please excuse me um, for everybody in this situation um, The way it stands Hi Daz, thank you <laughs> You've been Daz, our very own presenter Daz Has been a great help for me tonight um, He's been helping me with your comments as well So that I, I actually get to see them um, I believe there was a couple of comments I did miss um, In the first video So please, please forgive me And if you want to come back to Facebook Live And... Copy and paste it, stick it back on. I'll read them out. I am so sorry because I didn't realise um, until afterwards. As I say, the uh, the schools and the COVID situation has, has been a tough one, you know, for a lot of parents. And we've heard so many different um, comments from different parents that have said they are taking their children out of school that there are several years in schools certain schools that are having to self-isolate um (coughs) oh please excuse me i'm gonna grab a drink um so it's been a squash trust me um so it's it's been a very worrying time but as i was saying in the first half i think um that the children and the young adults that are able to take on the responsibility of looking after themselves, looking out for themselves, with their friends, with the you know with their mates, um, need to be doing this, you know, themselves, because I know schools can do what they do, um, but once you know th- y- your child has left the school sort of scenario you know you they've come out of school they've had their day in school they've come out of school um that you know it's um it's up to them between the time they leave school and get home (coughs) unless you're a parent that is picking them up from school or they're getting school transport um which again is another area you know, I mean, if you have a year in school that's got to self-isolate and, that, and a particular child from that particular year is on school transport, what happens then? You know, I mean, does everybody on that school transport bus um, have to self-isolate as well? I mean, it's it's a difficult situation for everybody. Um, welcome, Keely Cole. Um You've tagged Sharon Tutton-Lee, so if you're listening, apparently you've been tagged. Uh, Nathan Watkins, look like looks like we in Wales are going back into lockdown, Ronnie. Announcement will be made next week. Now, that is something I think we we're all expecting. <laughs> to be honest, I was expecting. Once they've got Christmas out of the way, we're going back in. Um, but it's been a year of that, you know, and as I said at the beginning of the show, this is my last show of this year, and it's been one heck of a year. You know, um, it's just been, school-wise, I mean, the schools have been closed, they've been open, they've been closed, they've been open. They've had to self-isolate, not self-isolate. You know, it's confusing for everybody. And as parents, all we want to do is keep our children safe. And I do honestly believe, as I said before, the opinions and the comments I make are mine and mine alone. And I think, you know... Once you, when you watch the video, you can see how passionate I get about things. So I think you can believe me on that. It's mine. It's nothing to do with, you know, POS as a whole. They may not necessarily agree with me. Um, But I do, but I do honestly think that if you have a school, (coughs) please excuse me, I've got a tickle tonight, Um, that has two or three, you know, years that are having to self isolate, that school should take the, the option of closing because who's to say it's not going to spread to the rest of the years? And, you know, what's the point? You know, why put more people at risk, more children at risk? Welcome back, Kim. Thank you for joining me again, my lovely. It was great having you in the first half. It's lovely seeing you in the second. Um, so it's, it's you know, it it is a case. I I do, as I said before, I think that the head of the school should have that final option to say enough is enough. You know, we've got two, three, four years off that are having to self-isolate. What's the point of keeping the school open? You know, and as some of the comments were, <clears throat> um, you know, that, that certain forms, because of choices they, they they take in school in secondary, do mix in other, in other forms. So, you know, again... You know, but it, it's mixed, the mixing side of it that is causing a problem. And to be honest, as I said, you know, every one of us could be carriers, every single one of us, whether we're young, old, children, adult, we are all at the possibility of being carriers. They have turned around and said that children are carriers. Um, I heard it said way back in March, you know, um, that, you know, my my daughter was taking my granddaughter out you know they were going to the shop they, they don't drive they've had to walk to the shop and we'd literally just gone into lockdown and the looks that she was getting and it was like oh yeah well you know children are carriers she shouldn't be out at the time it, you know nobody really knew a lot about it so my daughter did feel quite sort of Ooh, about it because you know hang on are they I don't know Uh, Stephen Hughes, schools of health and safety mad. Everything's health and safety mad, my lovely. It doesn't matter where you are or what you do. You know, I mean, it's not just schools. Um, And health and safety has gone crazy, and that's another one for a different show. Don't get me started on that one. Um, But thank you for the comment, Stephen. But, you know, it is is a case that schools can do what they can do once the children are out of school they're mixing with their mates they're doing what they do they they need to understand and as parents we need to explain to them look you know yes we're your parents we're doing this you know we're doing it to protect you we're doing it to protect ourselves we're doing it to protect others but you need to do it as well your friends need to do it as well and they're like, yeah okay it's boring i know but at the end of the day, I don't think they'd want to bring it home, you know? But when you're a teenager, and I know it's, it's I'm a lot older than a teenager now, but, I mean, I still remember myself as a teenager. I still remember my, my own children as teenagers. You think you're invincible. It's not going to happen to you. You know, we're kids, we're healthy, we're fit, we do this, we do that. <coughs> Excuse me. But at the same time, you know, we still, least they, you know, we still need to, to get them to understand that, yes, maybe they are invincible. Well, you know, we hope they're invincible. But nobody knows who's the carrier. Nobody knows who's asymptomatic. Nobody knows unless they get the symptoms, they get the, the, the you know... The illness itself. And that is the scary part. Schools, I've heard in the first half, um, sitting there with, you know, children sitting there with their coats on because the windows and the doors are all open. To a point, I can understand that. Yes, um, they say that, you know, fresh air blowing it out the house or out the area that you're in. But there needs to be a compromise. This is winter, for goodness sakes. It's fine in the summer. And, and that's the other thing. In the summer, they'd keep them all shut. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but there needs to be a compromise because it's not right for children to be sat in a school freezing cold. You know, that's, that's not going to help anything. That's not going to help them learn. That's not going to help educate them because all they're going to be sitting there thinking is, I'm freezing. You know? And... They're not, There needs to be a compromise somewhere. You know, maybe, OK, have the windows and doors open for, you know, hypothetically, 10 minutes. The rest of the time, close them so the children can get warm, they can get comfortable. And, you know, X amount of times every hour, perhaps. But to actually have them open all day, all the time, in this cold weather that we've been having... The damp weather we've been that's 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 not a good thing to me um, going back to you know parents taking their children out of school that's that's another problem you know I mean at the end of the day, if that's what you want to do that's fine um Stephen Hughes schools are health and safety Mad on the inside is enough done on the outside, for example, my children go to Mary Immaculate School. Staggered times has helped. People from pooling in group has help from people from pooling in groups. My th- three children come out as siblings at three thirty p.m. It works better is more being done with parents and pupils outside the premises of the school, um, which is kind of what I was saying. Once they're outside the school, that's when things need to be, you know, sort of changed and, and sorted out. Nikki Jade Saunders it's spreading like wildfire. Sam Davis, hi again. Hi, Sam. Thank you for joining me again. Um, Daz, thank you very much. I shall go and read that in a minute. Uh, Sam Davis, primary right to year seven and year eight comp are in for the key workers to carry on working as they can't stay at home alone. Year nine, ten, and year 11 can fend for themselves and stay home. And that comes from a comprehensive teacher. Uh Kim, my son is fifteen, has really impressed me over the last year. He was super worried about all the cases in school. Then he wanted to make sure he had completed his year eleven exams for this year. Now we've decided he can stay home, he won't go out, and he wants me to pull his little sister out too. Honestly, such a caring boy. Congratulations to him, you know, and and big respect because it can't be easy. Um for um for anybody, you know, whether you're an adult or a children. Um, As regards, I have been messaged by our lovely Daz, and this is from the Wales Government website, which was updated on the 23rd of November, regarding fines. We would expect parents to discuss any concerns they have about their child returning to school with the school. This will help schools, settings and local authorities plan for and understand any barriers to learners returning to school and identify any further support needed. However, if your child did not return to school, it is the Welsh Government's view that it would not be appropriate for a local authority or school to issue a fixed penalty notice or commence proceedings for non-attendance. The Welsh Government will monitor the situation over the first half term before reviewing its position. That is what they have stated on the Welsh Government website. Thank you, Daz, for that, my lovely. So, you know, you're not going... By the sound of reading that, you are not going to be fined for taking your children out of school. Um, I don't say that it's like, oh, my goodness, go mad and take your children out of school. What I say is think carefully, you know, because it's so easy to fall into the trap of... Oh, it'll be easier to take my child out of school. It'll be safer. It'll be, you know, but is that the best for your child? If it is the best for your child, all well and good. If you're doing it because, I don't know, <clears throat> because of other reasons, you know, you know, maybe it might be worth thinking twice about. I'm not saying don't. I mean, as, as a parent, you know your child, you know whether you want them to stay in school or whether you need to pull them out of school. Um, I think it is. It is one of those situations where it is down to the parent. It is down to the individual. If your child is old enough to discuss it, discuss it with them. Say to them, "Look, I'm worried. I'm scared. I'm, you know, I'm. I'm your mum, your dad, whatever, whoever. You know, are you feeling safe? Are you okay with going to school with the situation that's going on? You know, are you worried about it at all? And you know." As I say, let them give you their feelings as well. Because you know, you it's something that does need to be discussed. Um, Kim, are they still providing free school meals in Wales during the holidays? Another question I can't answer. Daz, if you're listening, my darling, any chance you can find out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's my go-to man. This man isn't is, is my my little angel at the moment. Um Kim, if I find out I will let you know, my lovely um but yeah i mean discuss it with your child because if they're old enough to understand what is going on in the school if they're old enough to understand that you know this is a time and this is a situation that does involve them primarily it involves them so if they're old enough to be able to discuss it sit down discuss it with them you know and see how they feel as well they may even put your fears at rest, I know it sounds crazy, but they might do They might say, "Look, you know I'm okay with this. you know, then you can bring in them, well, look, you know if you're going to stay in school, please do the mask, please do the social distancing, please be aware of what you're doing with your friends. you know it's a time when when as as a as a parent and child, you know you can." get together and perhaps work through this together. If your child isn't, you know, old enough or is unable to understand what's going on, then as a parent, you need to do what's best for them. It's as simple as that. If you believe keeping them in school is best for them, leave them in school. If you believe as a parent that taking them out of school is best for them, take them out of school. It's, it's, there's both sides of the story. Nobody, again, as I say, nobody is right nobody is wrong it is literally one of those situations that that none of us have been in before or i haven't been in before um you know it's it's one of those situations please bear with me for not watching the video i'm afraid i'm I'm trying to get myself a little bit more time here um you know it's not a situation any of us have been in before you know um it's it's a scary situation what do we do what do we do for the best and when you do have the schools, you know, that aren't closing, may- <clears throat> maybe it's because they don't know what to do, you know? Um, oh, let's go back to my comments. Uh, Sam Davies, can you see the schools returning back after the Christmas period? Ooh, that's a tough one, Sam. Um, part of me would like to say yes but at the same time part of me is more likely to say probably not um uh sophie Horgan replying to kim wales are providing vouchers until april if that helps um kim i'd heard something replying thank you very much kim Uh, Stephen, I find it laughable that the R8 is falling in Britain, yet Wales has increased. Schools' reason we keep them open is because children fall into the bracket of low risk. Yet all schools are multicultural. That is, people come from different countries. Question here is, do we know how many people go abroad? Travel, is there a record of that? Uh, Government spent £9 billion on the Track and Trace app. It's failed, as everyone has to more or less write down the details On top of the app, surely 9 billion would have been better spent tracking movement from a country, say, high risk, etc. Yeah, I don't think that really, you know, I mean, it's a good, it's a valid point. It's a good point. But I don't think it really, really applies to the schools. Yes, schools are multicultural. Um, Who's to say that some cultures of people aren't more prone to perhaps, you know, contracting COVID I don't know I'm not a medical person so I I wouldn't be able to answer you know so it's it is one of those things that you know there are so many questions that we don't have 100% answers for Um, Lauren Wright it's a hard one because my daughter is in self-isolation as she's in year 10 in Halford West High and think when she has to go back is the is the 14th of December so she's not going to be in school till then so not sure what to do she's only going to be in school for a few days well I know what I'd say but I'm not going to say it on air because I'm not going to give anybody any uh I'm not going to have it come back and say well you said I could do that no I'm not going to say that Lauren basically at the end of the day sweetheart you've got to do what you feel is right discuss it with her she's you know she's obviously old enough you Know to understand what's going on, why she's had to self isolate, discuss it with her, see what she says. Um, Kim's replying to Laura, okay, that's fair enough. Uh, Sam Davis, my son's due back on the 16th and he's year three primary, no point for two days. Fair point again, Sam. Um, as I say, it, it is a difficult one, and it's one of those that you know, the only um. The only way you can do it is, is you make the decision with your child or for your child on behalf of them. You know, it's 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 no right or wrong answers. Uh, oh, pe- beg my pardon. Uh, school meal provision. Um, thank you. My, my little angel, Ardaz, has come back with it. On the 15th of October, the Welsh Government announced... That free school meal provision will be extended to every school holiday until Easter twenty twenty one. Making the announcement ahead of the October half term, the Welsh Education Minister Kirsty Williams said the move would provide some reassurance in these times of uncertainty. Thank you for that, Daz, and I hope that answers some of your questions. Um now everybody's on the face on, on the Facebook live talking amongst themselves. That's fine. <laughs> That's not, It's so nice because this is what this program is about. You know, people talking amongst yourselves. Me reading the comments. I, I won't read all of these because they are replies to each other. Um, so they've, they're therefore the person concerned. But this is what this is about. It's it's about being able to put these things forward, to have maybe somebody out there has got the answer, you know, to, to some of the questions that I can't answer. Um so yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's it's absolutely brilliant and I'm enjoying seeing this so much. Um I I as I said, I think it is a difficult one. It's going to be one that I think even after Christmas, back in the new year, whenever, whatever, however they go back, or it sounds like a song, doesn't it? Um, I think this is a situation that is going to be ongoing. Um, you know, we don't know what the rates are going to do, you know, how the infection's going to rise, fall, stay the same over the next few weeks. Um, we hope they fall. I mean, that that goes without saying. But there's no guarantee, you know, I can't sit here and go, yes, of course it is. You know, I'm not a mind reader. I can't tell the future. This is an ongoing situation that is going to keep going for quite some time, I think. Um, Schools, I believe, are doing what they can to the best of their ability. But I do believe that as parents, you know, we do need to make sure that our children If they are in a situation to understand, understand they have got to take some responsibility as well. Um, You know, we we see them, you know, they meet up, all kids do it, you know, I'm going to meet my mates at such and such and meet my mates at so and so, you know, we're going here, we're going there. That's fine. As long as they do what they're supposed to do. I mean, a lot of teenagers want to be adults. Come on. Think back to your teenage years. You wanted to be an adult. As an adult, we have to wear a mask when we go in a shop. We wear a mask when we're in company with people that aren't in our family or in our normal social circle. We do our two-metre social distancing. We do the hand sanitising. We, you know, we do everything we're supposed to do. So if they want to be an adult, they're going to have to do the same thing as well. It's as simple as that. And, you know, I don't think it's tough for them. Because in that respect, you know, if we can all do it, you know, they need to take the responsibility as well. And it doesn't mean that they don't meet their mates. Okay, if you're self-isolating, yes. Self-isolation, any teenagers listening now or any child listening now, I'm so sorry, darlings. It means staying at home. It means using your social media platforms to talk to your mates. It means probably playing on Xbox or PlayStation. And if you're really, really lucky, your PlayStation 5. It also does mean probably doing schoolwork as well. But think about it. You know, it's another way of working from home. You know, there's so many adults out there now are working from home. So it's the same situation, I suppose. It's just you're doing schoolwork from home. So it is something that, you know, we all, no matter what age we are, we all have to take into consideration that this is what we have to do. Um, Schools, I think, certain things they need to compromise. Maybe. I I mean, I do... I mean, somebody did have a point about, you know, maybe working better with the parents on how things can be improved, how things can change. I don't know. Um... It might not be a bad idea. Have a word with somebody at your school. You know, discuss your fears, discuss your worries and sort of maybe have other parents behind you that, you know, you can all sort of sit there maybe get a meeting together, that you can all sit there and go, look, this is how we feel. It doesn't have to get heated. It doesn't have to get angry. It doesn't, doesn't have to get nasty. It's just as parents, you are worried. At the same time, those teachers that are teaching your children, the school staff that are in that school are probably in their own way just as worried because, you know, they're at the situation where they could be taking it home. They could have vulnerable family. And, you know, we have to look at the other side of things as well. We need to look at both sides of it. But, yeah, as I say, you know, perhaps that's a way of going forward. You know, especially if the, if it's... The weather stays the same and they're, they're sitting with everything open. I mean, you really do... That That needs to be sorted because that can't be healthy. Um, not when it's all day. Well, it wouldn't be to me. I, I I'd probably be curled up in the corner hibernating, I'm sorry, but I don't do cold. So it's, you know, it is a case of... <sighs> Getting together with the school, I think. I honestly think it means getting together with the school and saying, hey, look, you know, we need to sort something out here. You know, maybe, you know, compromises can be made. You know, maybe things can be done. Things can be changed. Even picking the children up outside of school. Maybe that can be changed to make it easier. Who knows? Um, But again, it's talking. And it's, it's needing to talk to the people that are concerned with it. Um, again, there's no right or wrong answer. You know, it is one of those situations. There's no right or wrong answer. There's, there's, there's no hard and fast set rule. We've not been in this situation before. We've not had this happen before. We don't know what's going on. We don't know where it's going to go. We don't know what's going to happen with the schools. We don't know whether they're going to open in January. So we need to talk. We need to talk to the schools and the schools need to be able to talk to us and say look you know this is the situation how can this be made, be made better you know and that's from both sides you know parents and teachers alike or parents and heads of school or whoever it is that you talk to the concerns need to be put out there um i don't think it's just a case of leaving a child in school taking a child out of school i honestly don't think it's just a, i think it's a case of actually you know, talking to the schools. The schools talking to the parents. Um, Stephen Hughes, I'm a full time dad to three children on low income. Obviously, knock on effect for me. Children being off is a huge burden. Huge burden financially. Yes, school meals help. Yet everything falls into the category. Fuel, day to day running costs. Also, the backup of help is poor, in my opinion. It's like I've got to get on with it with no help whatsoever. It's been tough at times, plus masks can make you feel secluded. No one talks for obvious reasons. It's hard, but at times you feel a complete loneliness in it all. I have fought for changes to the children's school times. My personal opinion is it's not 100% safe. Busy road, queuing, pooling of parents. I made my opinions clear through emails. Stephen, I can understand... A lot of what you've said. Um, There's so many people um, I've spoken to have said the same kind of thing. The loneliness side of it, yes, must be tough. Um, As for, you know, people not talking in masks when you're feeling secluded, you've not met me in my mask because I don't stop talking. I just shout more. OK, so please, if you ever see me, look, I've got, the, you know, if you've coloured hair, if you ever see me shout at me, I'll talk to you. OK, I will. I do. I have to. It's my job. I have to talk to the children. I, you know, and as you said, with a mask on, it is. It's kind of strange because you don't recognise people. That's the other thing as well. I find people that I've known for, for years with a mask on. I don't actually recognise them. Um. And it's it is very very strange to to do that, but w- with with work for me, I wear a mask and a visor, so it it's double. So yes, I do have to talk a lot louder. So Stephen, if you ever see me, sweetheart, I'll put my mask on and I will talk to you. Okay, sweetheart, that's not a problem. Um, but yeah, I you know you have good points there. You know, busy roads, it's majorly busy. You know, pooling of parents, yes, I see that. Um, you made your opinions clear through emails. It's a good start. You know, maybe... I mean, as long as you've had... I, I don't know, you haven't said whether you've had replies from it, from the emails. But I do honestly think that it's it's a start, and it needs to start. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where... <sighs> it has to be you know you know it it has to be a start somewhere and emails is a good start but you know sitting down perhaps with other parents you know talking um it's 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 got to be a compromise somewhere there's there's you know as you say the help that is supposedly out there I do know that, you know, a lot of people are saying the same thing and, you know, not just parents. I mean, it, it's all, all across the board, you know, and it, it's got it is tough. I've been a single parent myself Um and it is tough. It's tough when you haven't got a situation like this. But when you've got the situation like this, it does make it a lot harder. As you say, it's the simple everyday things, you know, your food, your gas, your electric, Um you know, running the car, all bills still have to be paid, you know, so I do sympathize with you, and I do know where you're coming from, Um, but don't ever feel lonely, I mean, you know who I am, talk to me, I'm there, okay, so I think Schools do need to communicate with parents, but I also think parents need to communicate with schools because I don't think this is going to go away anytime soon. I'm going to take a little break because um, my voice is starting to really, really go now. And I'm going to... I don't even know what I've got playing. That's how good this is. I will have to, again, as I say, will have to close Facebook Live. I will come back after the song... And we will have probably about ten minutes left of the show. I'll see you in a minute. was a 52s with love Shack, and you're here with ronnie jay and we're kind of semi-rounding up the show this this two hours has gone absolutely flying by and we have been discussing tonight schools and covid i'm back on facebook live for your final comments so please do uh, come back to me come back to me um And we it's been great. I mean, everybody that has been on and been commenting. It has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me. This is why I love doing the show, you know, because um, even in the comments, people were helping other people. They were talking, they were discussing. And that's what a lot of this is about. You know, it is about discussion, even with the schools and COVID situation. You know, parents need to talk to the schools. Schools need to talk to the parents. Things need to be more open. (coughs) Excuse me. Things need to be more open. Things need to be understood. So that, you know, basically everybody knows where they stand. It is a tough time, you know, as a child, a young adult, an adult. You know, it is a tough time for families, you know. And to be honest... It's not an easy time. It's it's not something where we have set in stone answers because there aren't any. You know, we are getting answers. We're slowly getting answers through, you know, but it's not a set in stone thing. You know, we, we've got what schools can do, what schools can't do. We've got, you know, this can do happen, that can happen. We can't do this. We can't do that. And... You know, it's it's coming up to the, as I said, you know, it's coming up to the end of the Christmas term. And, you know, yes, I can understand so easily parents wanting to take their children out of school. At the same time, I can still understand parents keeping their children in school. You know, it's not a hard and fast rule, it's not an easy thing. Nikki Jade Sanders, thank you for joining me, lovely. Close schools and just keep everyone safe. It's just spreading far too much now. If we all stick to the rules, then numbers will decline. Ah, totally agree. Um at, to, on the sticking to the rules and the numbers declining. Um closing the schools. Um, as, I don't know if you've been listening all the way through Sweetheart, but as I did say earlier, um, my opinion, personal opinion, is if you do have two or three years in the school that are having to self-isolate at the same time, yeah, close it. Simple as that. Because at the end of the day, how many years has that got to go through before they go, oh, hang on, we may as well shut the school now. There's two weeks left. And... You know whilst some parents in in a normal situation in in the average situation where none of this was happening, most parents are now running around you know we're running around like nutters trying to get the last bits of Christmas present, trying to hide them from the kids, you know, dreading the next two weeks and can't wait till January to send them back again um but at the same time, this is not a normal situation um Closing all schools? I don't know. Um, I I don't know whether that is a good idea or not. Um, I have two sides to that in my head and in my heart. It's a case of if the school is free of it or you've only got the isolated cases where, you know, it's in one year, then hopefully that's as far as it's going to go. But if it starts spreading, the two, three, four years, close it. Um, keeping it open. Um, Nikki, I've been listening on it. Just going from one school to another. That's the other thing. I, th- I think, yeah, you, you do have a point in there, Nikki. It does go from one school to another. Um, my son's school has year 8, 9 and 10 that have just had confirmed cases. It's a nightmare at the moment. And when you have got children in different schools, it must be horrendous. Because, you know, f- <sighs> you don't know what one school is doing to another. You know, and this is where the schools need to keep together, get together and actually sit down with the parents and sit down as a whole, you know, and say, look... This is what we think. This is what's going to happen. How do you feel about it? So you've got a child, you know, who's self-isolating from one school, but possibly another child that's going to another school that hasn't got to self-isolate. You know, surely if you have a child in the house that is self-isolating due to a case in their school, surely everybody else should be self-isolating in the house. Or is that just me thinking that? I don't know, because I mean, there is a lot of parents out there now. They've got a lot of children at home self-isolating. Should that shouldn't that mean that other other children in the household or other people in the household should be self-isolating as well? I don't know. You know, it doesn't seem logical that they they're not, because you know, as I said before, we know nobody knows which of us are carriers, and that's the tough thing about it. It's nearly at the end of the show. And for me, it's been interesting from reading your comments and listening to you. Um, I agree, Jess Twining, totally. That's what I just said. I totally agree with you. All the schools are doing different things. It's crazy. And how can one sibling self-isolate but send another to school? It's kind of mind-boggling. Um, Nikki Jade Sanders The thing is people don't just have one child I have five children If one of my children have to isolate Surely all have to. Agree. I totally agree with that um, Sam Davis But they also keep closing They can't keep closing and opening things It's going to kill us Look after the elderly and Look out for the fun, vulnerable Put a 5pm ban So 5pm you can leave your house unless you're working You can't leave your house unless you're working In other words a curfew Um, I think they have done that in other countries, Sam. I'm not 100% sure about that. But I think they may have done that in some countries. Um, But I'm not sure whether the the, the curfew... I mean, that's going on to a different subject. I've I've got to admit, that's that's bringing me on to house parties and things, and that's not school. Um, Schools should give parents the option. Lisa Sexton. Schools should give parents the option. If you're able to keep the children at home, but if you have no other option, the children can continue to go. Only if they're not displaying symptoms. Agree. Uh der Filan. it's worse now than it was in March when the schools closed. Uh, but yet no signs are closing. Every day more and more cases in schools. Um, Sam, it will keep the kids in. Yeah, there is that point. Um, it will also keep the adults in. And I think we'd all go stir <laughs> crazy. But I, it is a good point. Um, Van der, that is another good point um it's as i said it is a situation that none of us have got an answer to um it's evolving (laughs) a bit like the virus i suppose it's evolving and we are having to learn new ways of doing things we're having to learn you know what is best for our family i mean i i totally agree with the fact that if you have a child, if you have more than one child and one child is self-isolating yes, surely. I mean logic tells you that your other children should be self-isolating. Logic tells me that. You know uh, we're nearly at the end of the show um, and it's been fantastic um, just twining, I don't think a curfew would work at all and I'm going to leave that as our final comment. And I want to say an absolutely massive, massive thank you to every one of you that have been on the show tonight, that have commented, um, have listened in, have joined on the video live. It has been an amazing show. It is the last show of 2020 for the Rants and Rambles. And whatever you're doing this Christmas and this holiday's, all I can say is stay safe and I'll see you in the new year. Um, <laughs> Gemma, Gemma, sorry, Gemma. I, oh, I will give you this one Gemma Gardner. My son is on isolation, but they aren't expected to go back for the last week, even when others are being sent home. Makes no sense. They've even changed the school hours for January. Oh, my goodness. Nikki, yes, there's so much I could say. Darling, I could have this show going for another two hours, but I've got to get up for work in the morning at five, and that comes way too early. Um, Stephen, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it as well. I will see you all in the new year. Um, have an amazing Christmas and holiday time and I'm going to just end the video with that that and I'm gonna say goodnight to everyone else that has been listening in and I'm gonna play for the last time for twenty twenty on the Ransom Ramble show with Ronnie J, Born to Be Wild by Steppenwolf. Good night all and thank you so much for joining me.
3: i mm-hmm.